It's our one year anniversary And it's not time for the rugby report card All right, welcome. Thanks for that very long introduction, Jim. <laughs> and welcome to the uh, Rugby Report Card, what we, we think is our one-year anniversary of doing it. So congratulations, boys. We're all still mates. We made it. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still... Has your interest in rugby increased over the 12 months? Or is it just the same? This is you just, it just love it. Watch just it differently it. now? No, I probably... You, you never used to watch it with a notebook. All right. <laughs> no, I think the I think the only difference, but I reckon this would have happened anyway. Is I'd argue you watch it less now that you tweet about it. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter's changed the way I interact with it. Has, has, has actually the, the uh, fantasy league also changed the way you look at it as well? Yeah, I'll get more upset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, very... it's a lot of shit that fantasy league, man. It's fun. But it needs to be better. In case anyone's wondering, I'm, I'm winning. Yeah, let's be honest. Much. If I was winning, it'd be amazing. I'm <laughs> losing very badly, so it's shit. <laughs> it's pointless. All right, so welcome to our uh, one-year anniversary. This week we will do a recap of all of the Super Rugby games, a bits and pieces of the Six Nation games, a preview of next round. And then last week we asked some listeners to send in some questions. So at the end of the podcast, we'll answer those questions. Yeah. All right, should we say hello? Round four. Oh, yeah. Jim. Hey. 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 Richard. Hey. Blake. Hey. Uh, round four. Can you believe it? One month in. Oh, my gosh. The one month anniversary of the Super Rugby 2017 <laughs> season. This is the anniversary edition. <laughs> <laughs> Anniversaries all around. Crusaders Blues kicking off the weekend, which was a, a great start to the round because there were some moments this round. Do you actually think that the Crusaders at, at any point this, this Super Rugby season are actually going to play for 80 minutes? Because they, they, they just... They, they just play for the last 20. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. don't need to, though. It's working whatever they're doing. Yeah, which is crazy because if you look at it, they've got players that are... Well, different players, obviously, this year than last year. They've lost, obviously, some key players. And you think, you can't keep doing this. Oh, the Blues are, what was it, 19 up at one point? And then yeah. suddenly it, they, they still come back. Incredible. The, the depth of the Crusaders is what's incredible. Yeah. Moana down, Dag down, everyone just goes down. Mm. Um, and as long as they got cruddy, they get it done. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the pivotal really. No. See what you did there. But yeah. if anything, it's more disappointing that these teams can't be closing games out against them. Well, like, what is that? Because now you've identified, you know, four weeks in, we mentioned the anniversary, four weeks in, you kind of know <laughs> that they're a team that are going to come back next time. Yeah, we put it down to the Reds being unable to have a winning culture. Can we... Use the same excuse for the Blues? Well, I think you can. Yeah, because be- they did that against the Highlanders too. But the thing is about the Blues, it's bigger for them because they've not actually beaten um, the Crusaders at Christchurch since 2004. That's a long time to go. I know they had a few, ba- a bit of a barren period, but that's a long time, to, a be long able time. To, to be able to do it. And, and they've also only won one out of, I think the stat was they only won one out of the last 21 games away from home. You know, and I think when you get, even when you get to that, even though you're 19 points ahead, that, that, that first try, which, was it a try? Did he actually get it down? That was quite a pivotal turning point, really, in the game because... Um, that again gave the Crusaders a bit of confidence, a bit of momentum moving forwards, mm-hmm. and I think the Blues probably in their mind start to think, "Oh crap, you know they've got a chance to come back." And I think it is that momentum thing, big in, thing. In, in these Kiwi encounters, nineteen points isn't enough anyway. No, so it was never really closed out. Yeah, there's points, isn't there, in those games? You can't, you cannot shut up shop mm-hmm. playing in New Zealand. No, no. You've got to work weekends. And you've got to keep it open. Work weekends. Mm. You got to work. Can't shut the shop. Got to do OT. <laughs> 
We'll, we'll talk OT in the Wales friends. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, on this one, I just thought particular mention to Moala. Yeah. Um, and I just think the amount of uh, New Zealand centres standing up, Lamapi, Moala, Rico, Iwani, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see the combination they go with yeah. because no, 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 Conrad Smith. Yeah. And then the incumbents, Fekir Toa doesn't look great. Yeah. Leonard Brown looks good. I don't know if he looks as good as the other ones. It's going to be really yeah. pivotal to their side the makeup of those centres. Mm. Um, and I think Moala put his hand up in this one. Mm. And I think that going back to the... the Crotty didn't. <laughs> uh, he, look, he looked really good in that first half, but, but they had a lot of front football. So the, the Blues... Uh, Type five, even, even actually the whole pack worked really well. Uh, for some reason, really at, did, I agree. Uh, at scrum time, they didn't actually work that well. Actually, the Crusaders at, at scrummaged them, but in the loose ball carries and, and rucking, they worked really well. And for whatever reason, it didn't quite happen in the second half. Now, Whitelock was incredible second half. By the way, his take for one of the, the at the back of the line at the one handed reach was just incredible. But it was. Uh, Moala, as soon as they didn't get that front football, he he did he did hide a little bit in the second half, and that's not his fault. They just didn't have enough ball. Panic stations for the Blues, if you're. Uh... Well, in terms of qualifying, yes. Yeah, they won't. In qualifying. terms of building for a really good uh, 2018 Super Rugby side, no. Among is still young. Sunny Bill's not back. Their whole team's incredibly young. They're fine, I think, in terms of building. In terms you're of this, this, you're going to do this. The Blues will mature. Yeah, but in, again. in terms of this <laughs> season, I think they're uh, up shit creek now. Oh yeah, I think so too. It's okay. very hard to qualify in that Kiwi Conference. Even if you look at the the names in this team, man, like they uh, outrank the Crusaders who they fielded. Yeah, yeah, and, like significantly. Yeah, well, that's the, the Crusaders, the though, isn't it? Mm. They're the one Kiwi team without names. Getting it oh, down. they have a few. They have a few names. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, not as many. Is this sad though? Really, let's be honest. That by round four, cry your name, is he? <laughs> I'm just playing with fire yeah, today. You really are. By round four, realistically, the Blues' season is over. Let's be frank. Really, they're not gonna. They're not gonna qualify. Yeah. So technically, their season's what do you, over. What do you do? That's what I'm saying. What do you do? Oh, look, it is round premature four. to say that anything can change, and anything it will be fun change. replaying this audio back <laughs> when they win the comp um, it's but, a bit like when Austin Healy said uh, put out on Twitter that England would only win by 20 and Brian O'Driscoll retweeted it this morning <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah they're, they're in trouble I think for them they just need to play a few international sides to build some confidence and some continuity mm. they can't play the Rebels every week though no. that's the problem that'd be nicer yeah, well, it would be they must have a good spell after this because they've come up some, against all the uh, so they go uh, at home to the Bulls next week, then at home to the Force. Mm. Um, then they're away to the Highlanders, home to the Canes, away to the Brumbies. That's their next five or six. So mm. they, they, they all should beat the Bulls, they should beat the Force, but then it's back to Dan and Dunedin, another yeah. tough game. I Depend- think we pulled the, pin, the trigger too early on that. I reckon they'll, they'll come good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't rule their season out. Yeah. Last, last point on this game for me is I thought Hunt for the Crusaders now has had two amazing games replacing Mwanga. I thought that would cripple them, him being out. Yeah, right, not a lot. Who's this bike? Where did he come from? Mountains. Mountains? Mountains. Has to be the mountains. <laughs> the mountains. A <laughs> uh, couple of uh, people we don't obviously mention normally as well. I thought Duffy, the uh, Blues fullback, great feet at times. Yeah, he's a rugby league he's player. He's a winger, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, fullback. So yeah, he's, NRL he, player. Yeah, but uh, great feet. Uh, one of the tries came from him. Um, he, he doesn't, probably because of his rugby league background, he doesn't like kicking the ball. So every time he does kind of counter back and look for space and try, and that really worked really well in the, in the, in the first half. I'll but, tell you uh, what, this is, um, this is probably a testament to what you lads were saying the other week about coaching. Kiwi ex-league players, Lamapi, Duffy, Sonny Bill, 
seem to perform very well. Rugby, Australian rugby ex-league players... Struggle. Well, Falau doesn't. But other than that, the Carmichaels, the Niavoros, they just don't seem to reach the lengths, the levels. Robinson, um, so many of yeah, them. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some... Is it coaching or is it the continuity Corey of the Betty. rest of the side? Yeah. But they seem... The ones that do... Yeah. <laughs> the ones that do well are all wingers. Yeah. 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 So, so it relies on the rest of the side. Correct. Yeah. And Izzy, I guess, is contrary to my point. Yes, a little... All right, let's move on to the second game. <laughs> no, no, I kind of think there's some substance to that because Lamarpi, they just seem to make ad line and those skills that are more specific to rugby and around the ruck and whatnot, mm. positioning, they just pick it up heaps easier. Seem to pick it up a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah, but don't you think that's probably through their education? So when they're at school, irrespective of whether they're a... There's no such thing but as But Duffy a, was an Australian rugby league player. Yeah, but I, I'm imagining at school he would have still done all the fundamentals of being a good rugby union player, no? I don't know. I don't know. But then you look at Reese Robinson and a lot of these guys played rugby um, union at school. Okay. It just seems to be a lack of confidence in their play yeah, that, that they get over there, which mm. might be a cultural thing. Mm. Um, just the last thing on this, so before we die, I know you, we want to move on. Two things. Did you think, and it wasn't just this game, uh, is it, what's happening at the ruck time? A lot of people are still coming in from the side at times. I just feel it's not being refereed as well as what it could be. I want to I talk about the ruck, but I want to talk about the Brumbies game because okay. I think uh, I like what they did there. We've, we've so spent we'll, more time on this game than my intro, man. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> All right, Rebels Chiefs. Rebels Chiefs. Um, the Rebels, I think the sad narrative for this story is it will be reduced to Chiefs didn't pick a good side, when they put their good side on, they won. Mm. And I just don't think that does the Rebels justice. The Chiefs went over with their bum 15. Yeah, but this is... I don't want it reduced to that. I think the Rebels deserve more credit. Yeah, I think they met. played... Donald ran on at 12. It's not, a, it's not a bum team, though, mate. I know it's not a bum team. Just in comparison. Comparatively speaking to what they could field. No, but I just won't have it reduced to that. I think the Rebels play better than that. Yeah. I think the Rebels deserve um, a fair bit of credit. Mm. They dug really, really deep. Um, my issue for the Rebels, though, you standard cliche, got to play 80. Um, but it's just a few core positions. They just don't have the, the talent. No. Yeah, you have to look at the positives, first Nine of all. Ten. Yeah, well, let's just say, look at the positives, first of all. Deborah Sini yeah. looks every bit like he should be in contention for a Wallaby jersey. Well, I don't think he, suits, he doesn't relax, suit Checker's man, style. Relax. I'd like to see... I could see him at potentially 15 if you're pushing Izzy up somewhere, but... That, Just a question. Yeah. Relax on that, man. <clears throat> but what did you well, think? We don't of... have a lot of tens standing up in Australia right now. That's true. Like who? Folly's not playing. Everyone else fucking sucks, Everyone and two of them are a Kiwi. God, I didn't think about that. No, yeah, no. So That's like, good. for John me, Lance, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not beating anyone with John and Lance at ten. No, you're not. No. At least everyone has got a dummy, a big boot, and a long passing game. Well, mm. then fuck this guy off, man. This Gordon Bash, Harold Bishop, as you but call no, it. But what pisses me off is he did <laughs> throw that one good pass, and that's going to last him to round six. He's a he is a he just signed a two year contract with that ball. He's a bum. It's a huge bum. I did like just uh, out of shape. Can't be in that. Just can't be in cave shape. Fire your dietitian. No. Yeah. I did like, I think it was, uh, uh, someone tweeted, um, at least he can cover tight head proper at the same, yeah. the same time. <laughs> That's quite a... Yeah, no, no, good. The positives for the Rebels, though, Naivalu back. He yeah. looks out-fucking-standing. I'm very excited. Corabetti finally had a bit of space. Mm. Did he just get demolished? Yeah, he was looking for thirsty. Um, Debrasini looked good. Tom mm. English, incredible. Yeah, I was Hasn't just about to say. Yeah. Mm. Hasn't he what? What do you think of the... Uh, the... Yeah, just... Well, it's not good. No. Yeah, it's not panning out, is it? No. No. 
I think, is, he, <laughs> is he too close to the ball and that the Wallabies, the players around him, compensated? He's, I don't know if he's got the ball skills. What about, was his ascension too quick? Do you know what? But I was, now I, he's come back, he's like, oh, I've played, I've, you know, he's played in some very, very intense situations. And now he's come back and maybe he missed a step where the level head is learned. Do you know what? I was the one who was championing him to, to stay with him. He was the future to pick him, to, to let him evolve and stuff like that. But the problem is, it's those core skills that seem to have gone back, backwards. Not just kicking off the tee, but uh, passing out of hand, running lines. Mm. It, it just, just, well, even last year, though, for the Wallabies, we were saying the guy can't run and pass. No. It's either pass or run. Mm. And that's usually a pretty good indication that you shouldn't be anywhere fucking near the ball. You mm. should be out wide running hard. Um, or is he your you crash ball 10? Or is he a crash ball 12 option? Yeah. But then you've got English who's playing really well, yeah, doing a similar role. Look, I think, I think if you're the Rebels, you persevere with him. Yeah. No questions. But the question is for the Wallabies. Do they well, persevere with If him? everybody's fit and everyone's available, Bill, sure. Bill included, yeah. Um, what, did you, what did you think of the back row? I thought Geordie Reid did well. Yeah, Murphy, look, I was going to take Fyinger. my hat off. Murphy, Murphy, what a fucking machine. Animal, mate. <laughs> so good. He was insane. So and good. has been. Best has been all, all best good. on park either side that night. Um, that's yeah, he was absolutely the way he he's fr- he fronted up. He didn't seem fearful of anyone. He no, just he really got higher. He's a, he's no, um, no, absolutely. Other than that, Fang is too small, and Jordy Reed's too hot and cold. Jordy yeah. Reed's just only good at the breakdown. He's just so retarded around the mm. park um, that he's a liability at this level. His breakdown work and his defensive work's immense. Uh, but he just doesn't offer you enough. The problem for the Rebels, for me, is 9, 10, 12, and the Type 5 are just horrendous. I like Hanson. The, the biggest question, by the way, can I just say, what, um, what Aussie franchise team right now has a settled and well-functioning 9, 10, 12? Yeah, it's a huge, a huge issue. I if you look across the board. I entirely concur. I think, um, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's troublesome, that. Yep. That's yeah, that's a fundamental issue, and that's a place where Australian rugby's never really struggled. No, that in the back row. Yeah, that in the back row we normally got. We might struggle out wide for some dynamite or up front. Oh god! Do you think there's much um, credence in? Uh, there was an article. It's because of the the uh, uh, amalgamation of Stad and uh, Rassing that it might even be thought that Genia might come home. back. Yeah, well, that's all the talk. Hope so. That's the yeah, talk of the town. That'd be great. Yeah. Welcome yeah. home. Where would Will. you? Where Frisbee. would you? Fuck off. But then that goes through, goes back to the Genia. Rather frisbee than Sturzacker, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we're on the Rebels. Let's talk Sturzacker. Yeah, he's lazy. He's a bad captain. He doesn't even look fit. He doesn't look fit, does he? No, he doesn't he's look. He's pity like... pottering around the rock. Will not tackle. Ball, mm. Defense. Where is it? Do you remember pre-injury though? Because last he looked, good, he he? looked yeah. very good but pre-injury. But sniping. I yeah. know. I know you've given him the armband, Rebels. But you've got to pick man. Who I don't even think is that much better. No, but Sturzacker is playing atrociously. Very impressive. will give him a kick. Mm. Very impressive, by the way. They said on commentary that uh, Mian was kicking goals off off the uh, off the tee with both right and left foot. So that basically means Reese Hodge should be never let near a kicking tee ever again <laughs> yeah. if Mian's on the pitch. But the thing no. is, though, I was calling for Hodge last week because Harold Bishop was kicking and he was horrendous. <laughs> he was horrendous. They need to sort this shit out. Isn't this what the preseason camp is? You get all this shit out. You work out who your goal kicker is. Yeah. 
Get Mick the kick down there. Do who a was, sesh. Um, and I can't remember who it was on Twitter, said that there's the, the old Harold Bishop, he is the son of, <laughs> of an all, former All Black and yeah, yeah, a yeah. Uh, Black, black Fern as uh, uh, the women's uh, yeah. team so as well. Is that a case he just walked into every game? That's what I'm trying to... Genetic sk- skips. <laughs> well, skipped a generation. He, he got, he got a like, mutation of the gene. <laughs> <laughs> Too far, boys. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Uh, what about that? We, we don't. We shouldn't go away from the uh, the, the, Chiefs. The, the Chiefs a little bit. Because he at ten, bit rattled. Yeah, he did look good at ten. No, but I, I think that's think where he, he wants to play too. But he didn't actually play actually ten for, for very, very long. long. So I actually think at the start of the game he did look ten like a. I remember once he passed the ball forward about fifteen meters. Yeah, but apparently in rugby and you're allowed to do <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, it's too it's too early to judge, yeah. and that's where he wants to play. And in a post Cruden Chiefs, yeah. That's probably where he will play. Yeah. So you admire them giving him the shot against a team like the Rebels. But to, to agree with what Jim said, if you're going to play him at 10, you probably need someone better. No disrespect, because he's a lot better than I am. You need someone but more so than Stephen Donald inside him. Yeah. And given that Donald isn't particularly physical, or known no. for his physicality, neither is McKenzie. You no. probably needed that dude with the uh, yellow tips just crash-balling for McKenzie to give him He looked dangerous when he came on, too. He looks very, very vicious. Yeah, I just think it'll narrow McKenzie's play if he goes to ten on a more permanent basis because mm. he's the dude who runs off the person who broke the line's shoulder. Yeah. He does, and even as a ten, he was running those lines, yeah. and he wasn't always in place for the next ruck. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, not kind of alarm bells for the Chiefs, nah, but not really. Nah, they nah, didn't nah, pick a fair nah, inside. But you've got to give it to the Rebels. They had the week off, and they played with a lot of heart. They just didn't have had the players. The, week the buy the week before. Okay. Um, they just didn't have the players to. Uh, Maybe to get it came. Done. See, the the Chiefs play the, the the Rebels had the week off. The Chiefs. No, that's what I said. The Rebels. Oh, Full sorry. credit. They had the week sorry. off, and then they actually looked like they did a, some serious work, mm. some serious thinking, um, and and played their hearts out. They mm. just don't have the talent. No. What did you think actually of the, there was a conversation this week about the kick their goals, but might have been a lot closer. Mm. They had the conversation this True. week. I, I know it doesn't, pro- it probably holds no value, but there was yeah. the idea that Brumbies and Rebels could end up joining forces. Oh, let's yeah. do this at talk of the town. Just... Talk of the t- yeah. okay, Fair but they, they did come out with a bit of fire. You never know, might have pumped them up a yeah, bit. Yeah, maybe. Oh, you was just saying that was a yeah. Well, the Brumbies came out fired up. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Bulls, some Wolves, look, I'm going to be honest, this one caught me off guard. I was not expecting a game Saturday morning. No, it threw me too. Threw me. <laughs> I did not Didn't adjust. even record it. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't get through to this one. But, I mean, no no surprises. I mean, the Sun Wolves, they're putting in a fighting effort, the score suggests. But there was a red card in this game, start of the second half, which mm. is one of two this weekend. Mm. And um, that would have most certainly affected their ability to sort of put more points on. So, Bulls yeah. winning. Yeah, look, nothing to add here other than good to see Pollard getting some minutes. I think South African rugby need him playing a lot and didn't have a very disrupted season last year. That's all I've got to say, boys. And I agree with your points. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricanes, Highlanders. Oh, we pushed through that one. 41. Pretty well. 41-15. We all not, tipped the Canes. Yeah, not yeah. a fair in the tin. Uh, scoreboard, I think. I think the Highlanders play with a lot of tenacity for a very long time. Um, Which they were always going to. It's that thing of they've just got so many injuries where I just don't think they, they had the players no, in we the last this. 20 yeah. to, to run it out. And the, the Canes are just so deadly. i tell you what, for the first time, Barrett and Barrett looked fantastic. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Geordie outplayed Bowden. Really? How scary is that? How's Barrett, Barrett, Savia, Savia? <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. What a freaking team, man. And then the Highlanders had three spots. Are they, are they local? Are they local, those... 
Yeah, yeah. That's even better, man. Yeah. How cool is that? No, they looked, um, they looked really, really good, the Canes, I thought. And I think Lamarpi looks amazing. He looks more Anonu-esque, the, line the lines he's running. That's what I, I tweeted that out, and a few people were like, surely not Crotty. Um, I think they were just fucking with me. Though. <laughs> <laughs> we can't argue. The Senators are a winning team at the moment. Yeah, no, Lamarpi's playing very well, and I think he'll be uh, contesting for that jersey. Adi Savia had one of his better games. Yeah. Um, and I think eight might be his spot, not seven. Um, Probably. I think he struggles to contest with Sam Kane and those guys he, who get off the, way, the ball. Kane did play well again against the Rebels, yeah. so maybe that is a better axis for him. Yeah, so. and I think with an aging Kano and yeah. a few of those guys, Adi might... I don't know. I think post this season, he might be the All Blacks 8. Wow. This season will be interesting. Hmm. It depends if... Uh, how long's Kieran Reid out for, Jim? Oh, yeah, sorry. Kieran Reid. Yeah. No. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, is he injured? Yeah, he is injured, so... That's standard that. Crusaders. They just, none of their good players play the first half of the season. I know. Because Kieran Reid's the last year as well. <laughs> they just, Dan Cardi still wish like half the season off, all of them. He's going to come back and win. Yeah. But I guess that is... What's that as a tactic to sort of strengthen your squad? No, I think he's just injured. Yeah, he had an operation. <laughs> he had some form of... I seem to remember, and someone will tell us. They had, he had an operation on something over, over the off-season. Um, but, but the other one I, I, we, I was going to mention about that back row, what, what do you think of Messam? I know we're going back again. Sorry, what do you think of Messam's reintroduction into, into Super Rugby? As good as what you imagined? No, he looks a bit off the pace. He looks mm. a bit angry too. You know, when you're not playing that well, yeah, yeah, you start just sort of cleaning out from the side, putting shoulders on, just yeah. trying to and compensate for, for your impact. Mm. Um, but, but he'll come good. Yeah. Um, this is outlandish though. I don't think he's in the league of the other back rowers in New Zealand. No, he's not. I just sort of never have. But he was at one point. He yeah. looks the part, though. Yeah. yeah. He does look the part. Mm. I definitely, yeah. I, I don't that know. counts as something. Come team photo. <laughs> <laughs> He's in there. <laughs> um, I think the uh, Highlanders are just suffering with injuries. Yeah. No, Sopawanga. This was kind of just taken so away many guys injury. out. This was competitive for the first No, 50, Osborne, no, Naholo. There's just too yeah, many. Christie as well and Squire. Christie and Squire. Um, ben Smith returning looked a little bit off the pace, but yeah. I think against the Canes that's mm. understandable. Yeah, it's a big game. Aaron Smith is looking good. I was just about to say he actually, yeah, he, he seems to be working into the season a little bit more. Everything seems to be working better. Mm. What about the ten? Smith, Fletcher Smith, how did he go? Yeah, he played a half. Yeah, no good. Mm. Uh, not not bad. Like he doesn't look out of his league, but he doesn't look Kiwi Super Rugby standard just no. yet. Harold Bishop. It's oh, ten times the price. Much better, <laughs> much better. Um, I think Fekitoa went off with concussion, but still isn't back into the Fekitoa of old. But mm. we say that every week. So mm. here we go. What that? about the old Australian Derby, the Tars Brumbies, the one you tell your misses months in advance that you won't be available? Just for date can I one point? last point? Highlanders game. Geordie Barrett's try saving tackle on Fekitoa was insane, and then they reviewed it for no arms in the tackle, and I was about to, like, throw the TV off the balcony. And then the ref, uh, Gardner, was incredible. He was just like, no, it's a great tackle. I thought that was... And we pile on the refs here. I thought that game was officiated amazingly from 0 to 80. And that was a no, prime example cool. of it. Because we shit on him every week. Mm. Why credit we pile on the refs? We always do. Credit, credit where credit's due. We stack. We do a little. Do we? Uh, just a little. So <laughs> well refed, and uh, that, that decision for me was just like, yep, awesome. 
Yeah. Right. There was also a moment in even in the Chiefs Rebels game. Uh, he there was a moment the guy who tipped him slightly. Yes, it was a yellow, but there was even a conversation at some point there might have been more than that. But it was good the referee made the decision Despise just to be. Despise uh, red cards. It's about yeah. time to get something right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there we go. go. There, there we go. go. Jim's on board. Come yeah. on. Right, we might file a bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Taz Brumbies. The big one. Oh, we what were again? Weren't we pumped? Thirty-two knock-ons later. Mm. First v four. We were deflated. <laughs> First, first v fourth, fourth in the conference. Yeah, big game. <laughs> big conference game. Um, Got it sold, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Stacked. I think I could actually make out the word aliens in the seats. Oh, <laughs> so sad, isn't it? Gone yeah. in the days of Homebush. But thank God. Well gone. Thank, thank God. Because yeah, at right. the moment, as you would have got there and you would have been definitely, you wouldn't have been able to see anyone. You'd <laughs> <laughs> have been like, where is, oh, is there anyone Mine there? for the beers would have been good, that. Yeah, it would have yeah. been good. Quick service. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's almost worth going out for. <laughs> Expensive, that. Yeah, very. Uh, Look, what can you say about this one? What a disappointment. No, let's start positive. Let's uh-uh. start, because it's, you know, we're, we're positive fighting, this fighting great game. Fighting, fighting great game. game. Yeah, missed him missed. last week. I, let's talk breakdown then. And I, what I liked this one, I call it a throwback game. Because there's been a push for two years now. The successful teams are the teams that will not contest at the breakdown. And the Brumbies were ruthless at the breakdown. And that's why they won the game. And mm. I really liked that. I like that you could still win with that style of play. They they rattled Fibs by being all over him um, at the breakdown, and I think yeah, full credit to them, that's where they won the game, and I loved it. It's a key part of your defensive effort to challenge the breakdown. If you no. don't do that, they're just going to keep running at you. And I, we'll be, I won't pay that. If you look at all the success it. of the Kiwi sides, and if you look at England in the Six Nations, the success has been not contesting the breakdown, a full defensive line, make them or, kick and counter. Yeah, yeah, you get one guy in there, yep. make an initial ruck to actually form yep. a ruck, and, and then, then everyone, everyone fans, fans out. out. That's, that's been the model, and Australian teams have been slow to adopt. That that's the new model of world rugby, the, but I enjoyed. That would only work though against. If you can do that against Australia because we're gonna drop. Have it. you watched it? But it works against everyone. The Kiwi teams it. all do it to each other. Mm. That's the model of rugby now, and I love that the Brumbies went back to the old. Let's get six guys in and let's rattle the ball, and they won with it. Um, it's a dying art at the moment. Jackling. Mm. Yeah, and just well, just counter rucking. Well, Rush actually... is the only dude doing it in the Tars. Exactly. If he's not in the ruck, mate, play on. Well, that was my issue for the Tars. They look unfit. And maybe you can put that down to the travel. But they look unfit. Latu's the only bloke doing any work at the breakdown. And their forwards all fan out to be ball runners. Get in the fucking ruck. Yeah, your primary job is to actually ruck. Yeah. And to, be to give us some clean ball. Completely, to yeah. get on the front foot. And yeah. if you can't do that, then your game is completely So the Tars got trounced at the ruck trounced at scrum time and and on that I tweeted last night and I just I couldn't agree more I just think Dan Palmer get him into the Australian setup if you look at the Brumbies they have had the best scrum for years in like right up there the top of super rugby and it doesn't matter who's in Les CEO Alexander who sucks at scrummaging Man Ray yeah Abel doesn't matter who they get they've got a good scrum get Dan Palmer into the Australian setup, helping with scrummaging. The guy is clearly a genius. Something's going right down there for scrummaging. Surely he's, he's CC'd in the emails. It'd have to be. Yeah. When Look, probably all... sends one out, it's missing all the stuff. That's not his name, is it? <laughs> <Le> Des- <laughs> oh. Sorry. But get Dan Palmer in there. But the biggest thing about it is, you're absolutely right about the tyres, is the fact that when, if you get, if everyone's fit, if Ali plays 10, Bill plays 12, you have 
Falao at 13. It makes no difference if you don't actually get solid front football. So the biggest issue is, do we actually know who the best type five, or even, or even actually... Who are the eight best forwards for the Tars right now? Because I'm not sure Gibson knows who they are. No, nah, neither do I. I think this is the problem with the depth in Australian rugby. They, they just don't have it. Between the teams, no one's really got a good type five. Brumbies are the closest, but no one's got a good type five. Mm. The, the players are spread. Every club's got two or three. You throw in a couple of injuries. Mm. Um, We're really scattered at that It's point. really scattered. And so no team can... And then to put some guys from the bench on... Fucking atrocious. Mm. Um, on that point, though, I was thinking Ben Alexander having a real renaissance for this scrummaging, and I'm attributing that to Dan Palmer, but who knows? Alexander could be putting in the OT. Um, I wish Australian rugby just didn't discard old props. If you look at Holmes, he was a guy who struggled with scrummaging the last couple of years of his career. How much would you pay for him to come back from his sojourn oh, away? Whatever he him. wants. Yeah. But what, what I think with Australian rugby is we look at Front row is the same way we look at wingers. Mm. And if you haven't made it by 25-26, you're not good enough. The way scrummaging works, the way scrummaging works is you're good at 30 plus. No, I think that... the good scrummages. Well, I, I disagree. I agree completely. The 30 plus, if you're 30 plus, that's when you are a good scrummager. I think Australia have, have lost it a little bit because the, instead of going for the good scrummager, they've gone for the guy who's good in the loose and gets over the, the gain line that way. Who tends to fade in the set piece when they concentrate. Correct. Yeah, so I think it's where you need to change maybe your focus a little bit and go, okay, we need, this, we need a strong set piece first. But I, I do think there's ageism when it comes yeah, to our selection of props. And I'd love to see them go, you know what, Alexander's scrummaging well, notoriously shit, but, but scrummaging well, you're in, mate. But it, they probably don't pick the 30-year-old who is the great scrummager because he's slow, he doesn't get over the game line. Yeah, yeah, but so. he's always been good around the park, yeah. Alexander. True. Um, but, yeah. So Positives for the Brumbies, yeah? We, you want to obviously say... Breakdown. Uh, yeah. Uh, Spade. Spade. Spade X Factor. Yes. Yeah. Spade is in his 2014 form. Yeah. He is... You'd have to be a Wallaby winger. Yeah, he's keen this year. Right? God, he's, he's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he's got some of that sevens fitness. Mm. Um, and that, that want. Yeah. He didn't have the want last year. Yeah. And I don't think Kurandrani's doing anything spectacular, but he's just running his lines hard. And that's all you need. That's what do. you need him he's to do. He's dropping the pill every now and yeah. then. He's making his tackles. He's yeah. ironing his shirts. He should be so the Brumbies don't look amazing, don't look like world beaters, but they're getting it done. What did you actually think? That? Yeah, I agree. Mm. They're not world beaters, but, but they're doing fundamentals. They're just, yeah. Out of all the Aussie teams, maybe the Force is the only one that argue, but the Brumbies beat the Force, so you can't really include Yeah, them, Brumbies are no good in open play, but come to the structured shit, they looked very well coached. What did you actually think last week we talked about the fact that uh, you were a fan of Dargaville and we, we said that he didn't set the world alight but he did everything right and was everything that was expected of him and obviously this week he was dropped and, and R. Wong came in. I'm yeah, a fan of R. Wong. I think they wanted the, the, the firepower of R. Wong which is the exercise. He didn't play well though. Exactly. So do you, does, does Dargaville come back in next week? Or do I you would keep... think so but who knows. I think R. Wong... Well, Dargaville wasn't even on the bench. Or does, does Dargaville... Yeah. But the thing is, do we is the uh, can Dargaville play 15 and you get rid of Toa? No, Toa's playing well. He's playing very well. Is he? He just can't fucking kick. No, he was kicking me. He finally had a good... Did you see that where he recovered it, came to the thing, left-footed it? Yeah, that was a shock. I bet in his defence, he was getting chased by Izzy Flower behind his own goal line. You're never going to get he's a great kick away. Um, I, I think Toa's finally had a... a he's playing well. I yeah. think the Brummies are, are moving forward. There's just not a lot of superstars. Yeah, yeah. To to get anything done. But there is though. You know what I mean? Kundrani, Spate, Fardy. That's it. Can't and even those guys, none of those have ever been 
Yeah, superstars. Jackson Hope, a bit premature on the shit air cart. Did you see that? It's too early to have a shit air cart. You're not playing well enough. I know you've got one try, man. Yeah. Relax with the shit air cart. Who was shit in the... Oh, let's... Well, let's talk. First of all, I'm fucking done with blaming the conditions. Like, does it rain heaps oh. more in Australia than it does in New Zealand? It was a wet weekend, though. No, but I... You uh, can look at me in the eyes. 32 knock-ons. Tell me it was a wet weekend. Bullshit. Fuck off. It was a wet weekend. Catch the fucking ball. It's it, your job. Dude, it rained. Resume. It rained for a month straight. You're a rugby player. Resume. Point one. Criteria. Can catch a Just football. to like interject. Then, do we ask our pilots to fly in the rain? Yes. Catch in the rain. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Get your hours up. <laughs> can I just say, didn't we watch the, the, the Canes Chiefs games last week where it was pissing it down? Yeah. And they hardly dropped the ball. I, I honestly feel sorry for Clarky trying to tell the audience how bad the conditions are when we can see it's not raining. Yeah, it didn't rain during it, did it? No. We can see it's not raining. Catch the fucking ball. It is insane how bad they are at football. But it was across the board. Yeah, yeah, Brummies weren't any across better. Um, I, crazy how they can't Even the catch Reds. a football. Even the Reds this weekend. Yeah. Dropping it a bit. Huh? Just catch the football. It's so... Bad. It kills it. Kills the game. Because nothing's worse than Australian scrubs. Stoppages are good. <laughs> and if there's 30 of them, we're in trouble. Yeah. Stoppages are good for getting a beer, though. So. Yeah, Almost true. worth going. And if no one's there, there's no line either. So it's all right. It's a win-win. Um, all right, let's talk some of the Tars' big problem. Their big problem's 10 and 12. Hegarty is a bum. We said last week, we said if they sort, if they make changes in those in those positions, they have a shot. I think didn't, didn't have a shot. The only defence you can give them is... The talk of the town was Foley would have would be right. Why mm. so they probably trained with Foley, mm. and then he probably pulled out, which left. In defence of them, though, again, and go back to that point: if a forwards can't set a good enough platform for them, then did you see Hegarty? Trying to be, yeah, all right, yeah, shit. Did you right. see him? And honestly, Simone or whatever at twelve is is just it's go, it's man. done. The experiment's over. Mm. He is. He literally looks like you know when um you're pretending to play football in your lounge room, so yeah. you're walking. And pretending you're a superstar. That's how he plays rugby. I reckon he hasn't been given enough direction. I, he looks like he's playing two different types of games at the same time. You're kind of like Hodge. Well, if you can't run and pass at the same time, you're not good enough to pass. Well, is he running or is he playmaking? Which one is he? Because he's just that man. You just need to be able that. to do both, though. That's my argument. You're playing 12, do both. You just think by now, if he's come this far... If you matter for New South Wales, if you're the best inside centre mm-hmm. in this state... Yeah, you should probably be able to run and pass. Mm. Figure it out, yeah. So, just for, for next week, in the in a big clash next week, it's the battle of fourth versus fifth in the Australian Conference, the battle to whoever's finished bo- bottom of the table. That's a big battle. That is a big battle. Who plays 12, then? Um, who cares, man? Yeah. Just the bench. Horn. Yeah, Fixed. Horn. Horn. Done. Fixed. There's talent on the wing. Like, there's Cam Clark. There's Nyavoro. There's guys that can play on the sting for you. Get Horn into the centres. Old mate's got to go. Get Horwitz at 10. Um, and Fibs or Fibs, whatever the hell his name is, last <laughs> chance, but <laughs> I agree. I'll tell you what I don't care. Stop being a cat, man. Fucking, I don't care for every time they get like a set piece advantage or they win something at the set piece. He's carry on. I used to love it. I'm done with it now. You play better. He just carries yeah. on. They need that anti-Fibs mic, those refs. Just picking up his carry on. It's pissing me <laughs> off. Yeah, look, very worrying signs for the Tars, and you've got to blame Gibson for a hell of a lot of it. You yeah. do, man. You do, because yeah. they were he inherited a very good side, and even on paper, they're one of the better Australian sides. Oh, my back line next week, Gordon, Foley, 
Beal. Holly, Horn, Falau. Oh, Horwitz at 12 even. Yep, that's all right too. I'd nod Horn. Let's just shore it up. Like, to stuff the fireworks. Um, one positive, Israel Falau's f- just very good at rugby. In an atrocious team, his running lines were still devastating. Mm. He dropped it too, but, you know. Yeah. It's no good. You just can't be dropping the ball. Mm. You, what, are we, uh, what did you think of, uh, talking about forwards and backs, but the back row of Dempsey, Holloway, Hooper, did you feel it has enough balance to it? Yeah, look, I think going forward there was a lot of hope there, but Dempsey's out for the season now. Mm. Um, he's out for 12 weeks, Holloway's so he's gone. Back. Holloway yeah. looked very much his first game back. Hooper looks But we know he's good. Him. He just looks heartbroken. Yeah, but I mean, he's playing with retards. <laughs> I, feel sorry. I feel sorry for Hooper. He's not playing his best, but I think is as a ball-running back rower, you need the team to be doing okay to play yeah. well. And I think yeah. whenever he goes into his shell a little bit, it's because the rest of the boys aren't doing their best. He's bit. just letting himself, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get to Skelton because I know that was one of the questions people asked. So we'll get to him, but well, genuinely taken off. Genuinely troubling signs for the Waratahs. Yeah, it is. Can't take yeah. Skelton off, man. Oh. No, you can. He's pretty lazy. He seems above it. Lions, Reds, let's kick on. Oh, No, bullshit. From the Lions' perspective, they're looking oh, great. Oh, great game. Van Rensburg at 12 is... A freak. Yep. A freak of nature. Janchi's in space is, is dynamic. Faf is good again. Nice. Hey, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> you can use that one. Uh, Sko's in four tries. Yeah, down boy, very quick. <laughs> we <laughs> Sorry, we just really enjoyed that the commentators loved saying down boy. It was the 19-year-old winger for the Lions. <laughs> And they, I don't know, he must have been a local hero or something, but for us... And he's was... very quick and lively, and it just kept, like they were saying... Done, boy! Settle down, boy. <laughs> Settle down. There may have been a drinking game involved. Oh, it was good fun. Go. Um, yeah, no... aspects of this worth worth mentioning? I mean... This game. Yeah, the Reds are... No good. But the Lions look, look, look yeah, very, very... Yeah, I was just about to say, we can't go... You say about the Reds being not The only good, problem is the scoreline's bullshit because of the red card. Correct. Which was a very valid red card. Yeah, the Lions are winning by 20 points, regardless. Yeah, completely. Uh, red cardless. Yeah. Well, it just annoys me with Quay. We know you're <laughs> well, soft well, and we know you can't... <laughs> I heard that. We know you can't tackle. So he always tries to compensate with shoulder charges and head highs. Mm. You've got to get it out of your game, mate. Yeah. Just go stand on the wing and don't tackle anyone. Because mm. at least we can use you for attack then. Mm. He was never stopping Van Rensburg. No need to punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, Rensburg, crazy behaviour. He is proper announcing himself, man. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, that's insane yeah. how he plays the game. Yeah. I even thought young Percy played all right. Could see it at the back there. Yeah, yeah no, we did. I thought he did really, really well. Ackerman looked great. Ackerman? Yeah. Mm. What do uh, we... Come on, is he a full-time member of this squad now? Is he running on every weekend? Yeah. yeah. So. Mm. What do we think that whether going back to uh, Van Rensburg, do you, do you think he is the the short? Do you think he's looking better in in Super Rugby because it is Super Rugby, and do you think he'll still make the transition to playing Test match rugby as seamless as he is at the moment? Or? He will no doubt has to be. I, I don't see anyone else announcing themselves at twelve for the South African team, so I don't see why he wouldn't run on. Other than his youth, but he was in the squad last year. He actually played a few games yeah, in the 12. Green Jersey. He's a 12. Yeah, yeah but, but he's what talking I'm saying about is... his ascension to the Bucky. Yeah, 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 he is, but yep. do you think he'll make the same impact? Yep. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, right. I obviously not, but I think his role changes there to gain line. 
Yeah. Because it's it's a much tougher game. Do, would you argue that international rugby, your game plan is a lot more structured than your super rugby one? Because the Lions are playing what's in front of them, and the Springboks seemed over the last few years to be very, we're doing this at this stage. Yeah, but their coach is drunk. Yeah, so. but if that's where we'll shut down. That's where it'll be a bit shit. Yeah, but I you think take that those responsibilities away from him. The Springboks were lost last year between the two game styles. Mm. They were trying to become New Zealand esque, but they wanted to hang on to what made them good for so long. And I think they just need to find an identity and stick with it. I think the set piece probably is, is holds a lot more value in international rugby and yeah. um, than what it does in Super Rugby. But and it's still winning games in Super Rugby. It shouldn't be overlooked. Oh no, I don't don't disagree. It's just. I just think it has more of a, a, a vital role, really. Yeah. The Lions have a good squad, man. They've got a good attitude. They've got good energy. It's just, can they win travelling? That's the only question. Yeah. The Reds, however. Woo! Yeah, look, let's let's run a train on some of these boys. Reds um, starting above uh, more. Let's work down. Yeah, well, yeah, we said that. We, we well, sort like, of yeah, called like, for that. But mm. if Reddy can't scrummage, he can't start. See, no. man. I mean, how much is that? Is his fault? I don't know, but you've got Talakai and Slipper. They can scrummage. You shouldn't be getting pushed over every single time. That's just like, um, you help us out, we'll give you a start. That's Slipper, like. broken Achilles. That's their captain gone for the season. How, there was like a sniper in the audience, That's that one. terrible, man. Oh, that looks so painful. And and with what, the Tongan Thor to come in who can't scrummage, it's going to hurt them for the rest Big of time. the season. That, that's, that's, a, that's bad news. Mm. But Simmons had a decent game. Um, Douglas still not in form. Um, Which is George, still George Smith, I know you're not allowed to shit on him, but you can't grubber the ball, mate. He's Let's always fucking done that, run man. it, champ. Yeah, that's in his CV, man. Yeah, it is. When you sign him up, you're signing up for the grubber at random yeah. times. Yeah. Two is picking goes, awesome. Higginbotham, horrendous. Just horrendous. Just horrendous. <laughs> I think he was drunk. Punched a cop before it or something. <laughs> this is mentally in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, dude. Is this has been worse than usual this podcast? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Anniversary. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Can I just ask? At the beginning of the season, would you have expected anything other than the Reds having a one and three start to the season? Would you have expected any different? Yeah, there should be the force. Okay. Um, and I reckon. Uh, look at the start of the season. At the start of the season, we were confidently saying the Reds were. The, the team, best Australian yeah, team. Yeah, we paper. were. Yeah, we're still saying it on paper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have my doubts now. Oh, poon it. Well, let's go. Frisbee title plays next week. I'm so, I'm so sick of him. <laughs> 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 Too far? No, you've hated him for a long time. Yeah, just but... stop kicking it, mate. Pass it to the five eight who's played 105 games. Last, that was your last straw, right? Yeah. Oh, but, kills uh, me. Tuttle, I don't know about Tuttle though. Who cares, man? He's, he's got to be better than Frisbee. And eat something Frisbee too. You're too thin. Um, Quaid, I mean, the red card said enough, didn't it? Yes. And he was, he was just not interested the whole game. Well, what pisses me off, though, is he fucking on Instagram before the game, he's like, oh, every time I enter the stadium, it reminds me of how lucky and gifted this was just once a dream. Dude, play like that. Yeah. Don't maybe he was just it. maybe he was just caught up in the moment and just was staring at all the seats in the stadium and maybe he just needed to concentrate on the game. But oh, I don't know what then. it Put is. I don't, know, his hand up. I don't know he what it is with Quaid. Then. He's just completely lost the ability to run to the line and pass. He can pass behind the line and still throw a great ball, or he does this like weird sideways bum on, get caught standing up because he just doesn't want to get tackled. Run. He's lost the running game. Completely. Completely, yeah. And without the running game, he's not that easy, hard to pick off. And no one's like, scared he's, of he's him. He's so lateral. No one is scared of him in the defence. Yeah. No team thinks Quade Cooper, shit, we've got to be on point here. But, no, mate. 
All he's going to do is cheap shot you. That's the only thing you're going to watch out for. <laughs> I, think, I think we're quite, though, to be fair. We're probably being a bit harsh. It's it's round four. Nah, see, I don't, you're so quick on Frisbee, but anything QC, no, because, you're like, nah, leave him alone, Because guys. he wasn't here last year, Quaid. Yeah, Frisbee's too shit to play for fucking Toulon. That's I'm, because he was revolutionising the sevens, mate. Come I'm on. not in for piling on just yet, but I mean, he's going to have a four-week suspension after this anyway. Yeah, he'll yeah. Start With that. Oh, this is my decision. Oh, no. oh here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, it has to be. It has to be Paella or Duncan, because I'm not going to receive surname. Paella? Yes, you did. <laughs> Duncan to 10. <laughs> Duncan to 10. And uh, Carmichael to 12. McIntyre can't get on that field. Oh. Is Krevy injured or what, man? He limps the whole game. No, he's a hero, man. He played with one leg. And he was still their best player. So funny, man. He played... Honestly, next week, if they go Frisbee 9, McIntyre 10, don't even bother showing up. <laughs> you gotta, it's got to take your hat off for Carmichael Hunt for not giving a fuck about his body. He tries so hard. He will so put himself hard. in any situation yeah, yeah. and just cop it. What he wouldn't do to play in a good side. He tries his heart out... Every week, yeah, man. Every yeah, week. But as soon as he signed for the Reds, he knew he was going to be in a shit team, no, man. I don't know, man. Reds had legs. They had O'Connor then. They had Denia then. They had Quaid then. They looked like... Was he the back line. Karevi, yeah. And they, was it that long ago? Yeah. He signed that season when O'Connor had come back. He's been there a Oh, while. wow. Um, but he's my example of a league player not coming on in Australian rugby. Yeah, I know. Um, the other thing about this game... If you oh, can we just give it up to the 12 for the Reds? He was amazing, yeah. Duncan. You no, know, horrendous side. He played brilliant, and he needs to play 10 next week. Yeah. I just That has to be said. If they go McIntyre, they can forget it. You do realise they're going to go McIntyre because it's away in Argentina, and they're probably just going to go, oh, fuck it, let's just, just go and try something. Harm minimisation. Completely. But, yeah. you know, we were talking earlier about who's putting their hand up for the 12 spot. You've got to give play a go. <laughs> For the Wallabies, nah. Well, who, you're not getting... Curly. You, you can't throw Godwin in that. <laughs> no, he's horrendous. But Curly, I agree. Oh, God, we're, we're, we're ruthless today. Yeah, we are. Um, I'll come back to. The only thing I wanted ruthless. to say outside of that is once that red card and the bully were off and they were down to 13, how many yellow cards should have been given? And they just <laughs> went, play on. Yeah, if you haven't been listening to us for a long time, we use the expression Mario Kart refing. If you're ever last in Mario Kart, everything goes your way. And it was, there was some sympathy reffing going on here for the Reds. There should have been a bunch more yellow cards. Yeah, heaps. There should have been 11, <laughs> you got a forfeit. Yeah, it was, it was that style of rugby. Um, I mean, well done to the Lions. They tore them apart when they had to. Scoes and their electric wingers yeah, tore this one apart. They're dangerous and special. Some of the Reds showed some bloody heart. Both the centres, Crevy on one leg, Hunt at fullback. Um, some of their guys showed some absolute heart and teared in. But at their core... They're, they're a mess around 9 and 10, and they're a mess at set piece. And until they get those things right, similar to the Tars in that respect, mm. until those they get those things right, they're going to struggle. Yeah, completely. Sharks, Kings. Look, wasn't going to get up for this one, but fuck, how the hell was it so close? 17-19, mm. the Sharks just taken away at home. Yeah. The Kings must have been on point. Did they field a sub-team? Another bump Yeah, the, the, uh, the Sharks didn't play completely their best team. Nope. Okay. That's issue number one. Is there anything to be gained from doing that? Are they like stronger as a squad now because they survived? I think it, scared? it could be just to fuck my fantasy team. Because I put a bunch of sharks in because they were playing the Kings and then they benched them all. <laughs> well, to be fair, I brought in, a, in two as well. Yeah. I scored hardly any. So, yeah. No. Uh, I think it, it's 
it adds even more value to the fact of what is the point of the Kings because everyone who's going to play them is going to play same as the Stormers did. They're going to play a second straight. They're going to play a second string team. And let's be honest, if you why would you go and watch that when you can sit at home and watch it? You're going to pay a lot of money to go and maybe watch the game and and watch it watch players that you don't really want to watch. So it's it's just disappointing. It is really disappointing. Well, credit to the Kings. They play with some heart to to get within a challenge here. Yeah, well, they had to. But it's sad, isn't it? And that's the best thing you have to say for a team. Yeah, it's they the say you play with some heart. They had 31% possession. Brilliant. You play with some heart. Out over the comp. Yeah, completely. Like the colour of their shirts. But they're gone, eh? Well, we'll talk about that talk of the town, but they're gone. Yeah. So let's just enjoy the jersey mm. for, for one more season. Yeah. Right, the Jags, Cheaters, 41-14. I thought the Cheaters were better than this before entering this game. I was oh, like, you know I what? think the Cheaters might be all right this year, but nah. No, I reckon the Jags are just that good at the yeah, moment. And, and at home, they're where they should have been last year. And I think it just took them a year to to familiarise themselves with the competition. And I guess you and would have been blindfolded with the travel and what was your And with their horrendous travel schedule. Remember last year they were doing all the changes yeah. with their squad? Because mm. I think they were... They'd almost read into travel more than it was. This yeah. year they seem to be sticking, picking and sticking. Whether that hurts them in the second half, whether they get really, really tired because of it... Um, they're always going to struggle being in Argentina, but God, they're playing well. They are, yeah. But did they play they're well good. without the ball rather than with the ball? Because with only having 40% of possession of the actual ball and only spending like 35% time in the opposition half, that basically they won with very limited ball, which is really, really good, which is great, but that's never going to happen at times. Yeah, but I think they play a kicking game and, and, and that uh, absolutely suits them. Well, Moyano got, his, uh, got a hat-trick, which was good. Once again, this game saw a yellow card, which is... Can you expect that now, don't you? Yeah. Well, there's so many easy ways uh, that you can get a yellow card now that it's more of a surprise when, when there isn't a yellow card. You, you need in the game. to, as a team, like the modern game, you need to develop tactics for 14 men. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't like it. Whether you like, I agree. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, it's, it's just going to happen. It just is what it is at the moment. Yeah, completely. Mm. And you know what? For the, those ones for player safety, I, I totally get and totally understand. It's important to, to do that. But it's for the ones that are. You know, th- this week, the first time, and, and I, I actually still can't stand it, the, the, the rules around the high ball, the, the way they throw out yellow cards, and we scream about this every week. Mm. This week, it was interesting to see the players have adapted. Yeah, they did. There was quite a few high balls where they just let him catch it and then tackled them. And then tried to drive over the top of it. Yeah, yeah but what is... I don't like, though, is, yes, the players have adapted. Yes, it's safer. Yes, there will be less yellow cards now the players have adapted. But you have still destroyed the contest. Mm. But there was one time in, I think it was, um, I want to say the uh, Rebels-Chiefs game where there was a high ball and there was two guys, went up for it. It was a really good contest. They both got there. There was a bit of contact in the air, but it was absolutely fine. So, yes, there is. it's a shame there isn't more of that. Yeah, I think the rules have taken it. Yeah, the player safety is the most important thing. That pool that the Jaguars in, that's a close pool, man. Sharks, Lions, Haguares. That's, That's, yeah. But it just shows you that... Yeah, we said that last yeah. week. It's just a difference. Crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Right, should we kick on to talk of the town? Or should we just quick preview next week and then yeah, talk of the town? About that. Yeah. So steam through, steam through, right? Yep. So, starting at the top. So, starting with the Brumbies and the Highlanders. At, oh, no, sorry. Crusaders <laughs> Force. Crusaders Force, sorry. Did you start midweek? Mid-Saturday. <laughs> Crusaders. I made, a, I made a mistake, man. <laughs> Scroll up, man. I did now. <laughs> Crusaders Force. Um, Crusaders in the 85th. <laughs> <laughs> The Crusaders are at home, so I think it's going to be very tough for the Force to... I reckon the Crusaders will lead the whole game. Force have had a bye, though. They'll be up for it. They'll oh, show true. up up for it. But I just think it'll be that thing where they might fight for 40, but the Crusaders will get over the line. 
Uh, yeah, the Crusaders are going to win, mate. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, gonna, gonna, my reckon it'll be closer than what I just previously suggested. But Crusaders, Rebels, Waratahs, fuck. This is this is grim, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Again, did you really think that this is would have been fourth versus fifth in the Australian Conference at the start of the season? No. Yeah, it's crazy. Look, I think after this one, you've got to go the tiles on talent. But Jesus, they're playing poorly. Mm. They've got to, if they have the balls to make some decisions. Yeah, but you say the Rebels are playing... Uh, sorry, the Waratahs yeah, are playing Yeah, Rebels play well. Yeah, but it's... <sighs> and the Rebels have still got firepower out wide. Like Corabetti and Naivalu and Tom English. Yeah, but yet to really convert. Yeah, you know. They, they make the right. metres, but they're not scoring Jesus. the lead part. You know what? As I'm actually really looking forward to this one. Because both teams desperately need a win, and they're playing someone of their level. Yeah. So they might actually have a bit of room to move. Hopefully it doesn't rain, man. I'm going Tars. Even whether it rains or not, they'll tell us how bad the conditions are. They'll say yeah, it's slippery. Sweat. They go sweaty. They were running. Humid. They were running a film of mud this week on the ball. Conditions. They have fifteen different balls and ball boys cleaning them. So tires are on. Yeah, just Blues, yeah. Bulls, blues. blues. Yep. Brumbies Highlanders, big game. Ooh, this is huge. This is a big game. Brumbies win this, they solidify themselves at the top of the conference, and I think they can. Highlanders are uh, hurting. They're a very injured side. They, they are a very injured side, but they still go back to the... They have that identity of territory, kicking corners, So do the Brumbies, though. They yeah, do. They stigma they're they're coming up against themselves, though. If they're good at set-piece and kicking, so are the Brumbies. Mm. They're, they're coming up against themselves. Brumbies the best line out in the comp. One of the best scrums in the comp. The Highlanders are going to come up against themselves here. It, it just depends who's back for them. I'm going to go Brumbies just because I want them to win. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go Brumbies too. And that'll be big. An Australian team needs to beat a Kiwi team soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Highlanders just because I don't see an Aussie team beating a Kiwi team right now. Yeah, look, you got it's typical, well within typical rights, pong chat. Well within his rights, though. <laughs> typical pong chat. Believe <laughs> Richard. I struggle to believe all my life, <laughs> whether it's whatever sport or code we're talking about. Some will Stormers. Stormers. Um, yeah, the under-18 Stormers yeah. will get up. Kings, Lions. 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 Sharks, cheaters. That'll be a good game. Yeah, will be. You no, got it. Won't. No, it won't. Cheaters are coming back from Argentina. Yeah, Sharks exactly. are stay, just staying in the South Africa. No, it won't. Sharks. Good times, like Jaguars, Reds. This is eight forty, obviously, so they capture the Aussie audiences. But you got to think a um, a suspended Quaid. We just show them. How can we pick them up? We yeah, Haguaras. <laughs> yeah. And we talked about the Haguaras. Haguaras. Yeah, Haguaras. Yeah. That sucks. I'm actually looking forward to watching the Force play. To be honest, I missed it this week. Because they, they do give you something about the Australian side. And, and I think the um, with the Tars, Reds, Brumbies, because they've got such a pedigree of being competent for so long, mm. you expect so much. Yeah. So it hurts when they lose. Yeah. When the Force lose, you, you well, they played well. And you look at the positives. I think with the other three, we're so quick to, to slam them because we expect so much. Yeah, mm. there's some truth there. Um, whereas, you know, Rebels or Force play well. Good uh, on. And I think the, the, the thing is with the Force, they've got new players this year, whether it's Chance Penny yeah, or Rona. Yeah and, yeah, and that excites you. Like, you look at the Tars back line or even the Red. Yeah. Problem for the Force, though, is the uh, up front. Just yeah. another Australian team with nothing up front. Mm. Coleman's a beast. Everyone else sucks. Mm. Um, talk of the town. What points Sh- Should we do some, uh, some of the questions? Uh, do you want to do that first? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. So some of the questions. So um, I've got one here. Um, do you think the Foley Beal combo and attack offsets the defensive reshuffles? So if you pick him in a test team, obviously Foley will be dropping back to fullback. Beal goes out to the wing. 
is it worth picking them? Because you end up having to pick someone like a horn to come in and do all the tackling rather than, you know, Valo and Kirby right and Spate. Yes. For me, it, they are, they are, we're talking about a 9, 10, 12 access. I think they're the best two. They're your best, best foot forward. And I do believe that playing them as a playmaking, getting on the front four, they're, they're the better option. So Does me, it yeah. change one of your wingers, though? Do you have to pick a defensive winger to compensate? You do. But so I'm you, okay. can't, you can't just go spate and Ivalo. No. no. You'd have to play probably a horn or someone like that. But again, I, I believe, having, in my opinion, having that uh, Foley-Beal combination is, is the best for Australian rugby right now. Yeah. Jim? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, me too. And with Flower at 15, the three of those have got a proven pedigree, a proven combination yeah. that it's just worth it. Yeah. For whatever defensive hassles you deal with it. And, and for what it's worth, Foley's not a horrible defender. No. And Beal's... Getting better He's every better. every season. Every mm. season. So I don't think it's. Yeah, I'm looking at Shinongo's defense. Yeah. So um, yeah, sweet. The next question was actually sent in as an audio file from our South African correspondent. So if you want to listen to it now. Hello, rugby podcast. Great to listen to you each and every week from South Africa. I just have one question for all three of you. What has been your most exciting moment in all the South African games throughout Super Rugby since the first podcast you did last year? It's going to be exciting to hear you talk about it in this week's upcoming podcast. <laughs> oh, that wins for the best ever question. Oh, I didn't even listen to the question. Oh, that's not the South Africa. What was the best? Best thing about South African rugby. The what Lions. an ama- what an amazing question. The yeah, and the changing style of South yeah, African rugby and how rugby. it's conflicting with their national side. Yeah, mm, definitely. The Lions have been a breath of fresh, breath of fresh air. Definitely. Uh, what a question. Yeah, great question. <laughs> that is exciting. All right, you got another one. Uh, yeah. So, what about uh, is Skelton a liability? Lateral running, poor body height, poor hands, poor discipline. Question. He does have poor discipline, doesn't oh, he? What's the sorry? Skelton. So is Skelton a liability? Lateral running, poor body height, poor hands, poor discipline. My my critique to that is he should be better for someone his size, but when he is on, he just takes four blokes to bring him down and he still gets an arm free. He's the best defensive mall player in Australian rugby. Um, he just offers a lot when he's on. So I think he is a liability at an international level. You can't carry someone who can't jump, can't catch, and goes bum on every time they're into contact. But at a super rugby level, he's a no-brainer. But dude, I'd argue that he plays his best rugby under check, Tars and the Wallabies. He doesn't seem to be as restrained or controlled or used most effectively in the current setup of I'll the pay Tars. That. Yeah. But um, I used to think off the bench, perfect, get yeah. lazy defences. But as they said, he's the most ill-disciplined. He's the dude who's going to cost you three points in the 78th. Yeah. But I does think he he's unfairly him? judged with that. It's just because he's fucking massive. Yeah. They notice him. And does he give away a penalty in the 78th because he's shattered from uh, from the previous 40, 50 minutes, whatever he's played? No, I'm saying off the bench. Oh, even off the bench. Yeah. Mm, okay. I, overplays his role, whatever he does. You mm. know? Mine's crazy, but I just reckon he's a number eight. You can't jump in a line out. I reckon just recreate him as a number eight. Just ball running. That's your job. Just smash blokes. Is it all, just forget it? about all of the tight stuff. Almost too late. No, it probably is. But I, it's not diamond. No, it's surely. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but just for 15 minutes of wrecking mm. ball. So I'm supposed to answer the question in a one-word answer. Is he a liability? 
international level, yes. Super rugby level, no. Mm. I think you have to at super rugby level. He, you have to play him. Oh, you have, have to, to play, play him. him. And play him sixty plus seventy minutes. And try and even get him to. It's one of those things. I think we mentioned it last week. You, you find that kid in the team or whatever it might be. You hand him the ball. Mm. Um, but he has to get better in, in, in terms of contact, definitely. All right, we've got a few runners here. Do you ever think Super Rugby should give away individual player awards at the end of the year? MVP, breakout player, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yes, I think they drop the ball. Like, I mean, it's a no-brainer. As a fan, I'm, I'm in for all that shit. Um, but I don't like an award for an award's sake. No. But I do think um, Sean Rugby drops the ball a lot with this stuff. You've got to look at the success of American sport and the reason we all have that cultural cringe and want to watch it. Um, is the shit like the, we were saying, talk about the conference system, have an MVP. Like, this stuff gets people mm. talking, gets more news articles, mm. gets more profile on players. Mm. Um, absolutely. Do you think this work, would work as, like, some form of intrinsic motivation within the, the setup, the Australian setup? Or, like, dude, this dude did really well, and he's rewarded with this. Like, so someone right now you'd give it to who's playing really well, who's kind of a new player. Someone name it. Jesus. Australian team. Karevi, let's give Karevi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone who's playing out of his boots, that could be you. So yeah. even though you're in a shit team. I don't know if it incentivizes the players, but I think it incentivizes the fans and it just gets more media. Hmm. Um, Do you think, though, if you did a whole Super Rugby. Uh, it'd just be Kiwis. That's the issue, yeah. And well, what? they manage it with the International Player of the Year Award to pretend that all the applicants aren't Kiwis. Would you guys like a, it should mix, be. Yeah, a sure. mixing of the provincial competitions between New Zealand and Australia? The players? Um, I don't know. I wrestle with that one. Like uh, The traditionalist in me is like, no, you should be a New South Wales representative. But I also think in the uh, emerging world, it's more like club. It's more yeah. like Super League or it's more like Premier League soccer. And in that regard... I don't know. I don't know if I'm okay with it. I think the, the level of the sport would be heaps better and teams would be heaps more competitive and there'd be some really cool combinations. There'd just, there'd just be 15 Kiwi teams, man. Yeah, and wouldn't you feel like, wouldn't you lose that sense of, I know there's not much tribalism, but anyway, but don't you, you would lose that, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly, and, and that's why I'm, I'm probably not for it. But yeah, no, there's something I like about it, though. Uh, the next one, do you think there should be a franchise rugby world tournament or the best Southern Hemisphere club, best, like they do in league, you know, whoever wins this comp? I don't. No, I didn't like it. For me, there's a, too much rugby at times anyway, particularly in the northern, the northern hemisphere. And I don't. I just think that game would just be for the game's sake, and it's just an. It, I don't. I don't see the benefit to it. For personally. me, as a fan, I'd love to see it some in. Um, however, these things often end up shit. Like if you look at the rugby league one, when the southern hemisphere plays, no one gives a fuck. So if it was done well, as a fan, I'd love to see it. Mm. It'd be brilliant. What but, about what about a to move on from that, would you actually, would you would you actually get the best players? Because when would you actually have it? That'd be question one. Mm. When when in the time of the year would you have it? And because if it's international time, uh, we've already had New Zealand top New Zealand players now working their way into the uh, uh, into the season already. So for me, I don't think you'd ever get the best teams from both both. Uh, yeah, and then you, the calendar. You consider work. funds too, man. Yeah, this team paid. 1.5 in total, this one's 8. Mm. Um, next question I've got here is, is George Gregan the worst commentator to have ever commentated rugby union? Proper horrendous, eh? <laughs> yes, he probably and not is, that yeah. he's, Not that his um, opinions are less warped, he just can't communicate them. 
I would also just add to that. There are a lot of people in the UK who probably understand this, that Stuart Barnes is pretty close to being one of the worst <laughs> commentators. But, um, but he's a cl- his voice is it, classically yes. attributed to rugby. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Gregan called Brodie Retallick underrated. He actually got the International Player of the Year award. He's literally the most rated player in the world. Yes. You couldn't be more rated no, than Brodie Retallick. I, it's a good job he was very good as a player. <laughs> and sometimes the South African commentators are very lazy with learning the players. Yes. Yeah, if you're... And, yeah. It, and it borders lines. I quite like the Kiwi commentators. They're quite fair at times, actually. Yeah, but only because they're always winning, though. I wonder if the table's turned. I don't know. Uh, what about the uh, next question was, is axing one team enough? Force and Melbourne need to go. Let's say... Do you want to save that for Talk of the Town? Okay. Let's steam through these, because that's a big thing. Okay. Um... Question, who's the biggest bum currently playing Super Rugby? Who would win biggest bum Super Rugby player of all time? That's a very loaded question. Yeah. I love it. There's a lot of bums <laughs> running around there. Yeah. I'm feeling that Blake might go for, for Frisbee. No, no, no. He's no, working no, harder no, than some no, of them. No, no. No. Just the way you've mentioned it over the last... No, I think for Frisbee, it's the, the potential is what's okay. frustrating with Frisbee. Because okay. you could see a year or two ago, he was a Wallaby 9 contender. Yeah. Right now, he's sabotaging the Reds' attack. So okay. that's the frustration with him. Bum, for me, is just, how did you get here? Who did you know? Yeah. You know? And that's going to be Harold Bishop for me. <laughs> <laughs> but then all those We know how. We know how. Yeah. Look, I, I'm, it's hard to argue. I'm probably going to get Harold Bishop too. For current all-time. Yeah, time current all-time though. All-time's a different one. I threw some names at you. And I mean, honourable mention to Tom Carter. He was just never good enough. But he, the guy scored tries against the Lions. He played 100 games. Good on him. Yeah. But he's got to be in the talk. Um, for me, it's, it's going to have to be Sean Byrne. <laughs> All-time bum. I mean, Steve Kefu. There's lots of guys in the conversation, but for me, Did Sean Burns. Sean Burns a bum. Okay. Can I throw out? <laughs> and, and some of the people, our international listeners, will be like, "No, no, no." But as uh, for when he was in this country and only in this country. Ooh, I know who you're gonna say. Who, and I like it, Haskell. Right? Yeah, I was gonna go for Haskell and also for Cipriani. Both of them were uh, were pretty bum esque when they played down at the Rebels on the. Uh, That's it because Haskell's that good now. Correct, and it's just. Look, I, I go with Cipriani as well. He's he's better now, but if you ask a Rebels fan, surely they were going. Yeah, but he played one or two decent moments. Yeah. You could see the talent. So I, for me, bum is bum is they don't underachieve. They're achieving. They're just that's it for them. <laughs> right, okay. They're, they're, that's as good as they're going to get. Okay. Um, well, what were we were going to say, so Sean, Sean Burns, the attack coach of the Force now. Yeah, he's bum ways and still going. Doing who he's down at the Rebels. Yeah. The bums live on. <laughs> I was going to go, and I didn't know, I thought it was just like, I didn't know it was over the whole span of a career, but I was yeah. going to do Carlos in his South African days. King Carl, I won't, I won't have it, mate. Who did he play for? I've got a shrine to Who Carlos Spenso in my bedroom. Who did he play for, though? Lions. He was a bum that year. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was, he was, he was, he was Gordon Bashabesque. Michelat came down for Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you putting him in the no, Harold Bishop? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That is disgraceful. I'm sorry. Uh, anyone else before, anyone else before the next question? Can you think of? No, I think I think we've nailed a few people. Yeah, they're, they're... you're talking Steve Kefu. Steve Kefu is pretty bummy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, big time. Um, what are we? Uh, is there any more questions? What about this one? Uh, had from is Mick the kick not secretly working for New Zealand? Australian skills somehow keep getting worse. Yeah, see, I speculated that last year, and you guys both went. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but last year we weren't that bad. This year, yeah, it's great. From the inside, dude, ever, all the great organisations use that tactic. Or is he just not doing anything? 
<laughs> Maybe that. I don't yeah. know. Well, his name's not popping up, is it? Yeah. Oh, I'd be distancing myself too. Mm. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to do with it. That's wonderful gestures, by the way. I know you can't <laughs> see that, everyone. But that was... um, is that it? Uh, so. No, no, there's a few. Uh, one here, which I really like. How do you democratise rugby in Australia so it's not just a sport played by private school oh, wow. boys? And you're yarning to three public school teachers yeah. who uh, take the rugby teams at our respective schools. And the resistance is palpable. It's incredible how little the ARU give a shit about what we're trying to do. And the keenness in the kids too. Yeah, I think the um, there's a guy who we've dealt with, he wants to get it up and running. Yeah. However, he, he, he said he'll come in and run a program, a non-contact game with, our, with, with, the, uh, with the kids, but they're, they're going to have to... What's that guy's name? Tom. No, don't say his name. No, don't no, say no. his he name. Does that, he does that in my school too. He does that in my school. And, that's and good. I actually got him in to do it. It was really good. Yeah, so there is... So I'm trying to big him up and saying that, there, that yeah. it is good for him. However, my issue, not with the AI, it's still his, that... His job, though, is to promote it within that public system. That's what he gets paid to do for the year. Mm. Well, just from our perspective, we, we got a team of 15 players. Yeah. ARU or whoever it is couldn't get a game for us. Yeah. The only team we could play was a selective sports high school. Yeah. Who was struggling as is. Who would have just... Would have never... The kids would have never played again. Yeah. Um, yeah, how do you change that? It is it is rotten to the core, mm. um, that problem. But I think it is just the AAU spending a hell of a lot of money because the AFL do it, and we get up an AFL team because of it. Yeah. They put the goalposts in. They bring the footies. They give the players, kids All shirts, for free as well. All for free. And the, team, the school gets a team up and running. And then if they can link that to a local feeder team... But um, here's, here's, a, here's an interesting demonstration of the, the attitudes of the public on... Rugby union is when I went to that gala day, the winning team. They're like, Oh, can you hold this Waratah banner and scream, Go Waratahs? And they'll go, The Tars? The Tars are shit. Go the Chiefs. Go the Crusaders. Go the Blues. They were just all, all about the Kiwi teams, man. Nothing to say about the Aussie teams. And, like, where's the inspiration for that? Well, I just, they're just not out there recruiting. Because there is. Um, but recruiting just, starts just, just with young kids. Products. Young kids we know that are in and around professional rugby league squads that won't make it to rugby league first grade but are very good players will end up just playing league for a couple more years and never play again. Yeah. Had they gone to rugby, they could play first grade grade. No question. You get them at 16, 17, 18, the whole level of the comp would go up and there's just no recruitment for those kids. Mm. It's unless you went to a private school, forget it. Um, I think the private school does an amazing job and the criticisms are not on them. Mm. Um, I think they, they it's great private school rugby is fantastic um, but the issue is it's just not trickling down um, then the player pool's tiny when you do it that way heaps tiny and I reckon there's a there's a working class edge that comes from sort of low socioeconomic that you get and you do grunt work you know we're talking about the Tars being lazy and not getting their hands dirty well, look at the bloody Tars <laughs> side the public school Penrith boys are the guys in the Tars half the forward pack at the moment that's, that's awesome that's though. awesome and, but there needs to be more of that it shows mm. that the talent's out there um, so in, in follow up to that question someone asked more to the point that's how do we get yeah, yeah and it's probably out of our pay grade but mm. I think we actually are on the ground having gone to private schools and now teaching at public schools and being club rugby players, we've we've seen it at every stage of that transition, um, and it's yeah, it's interesting. Someone said more to the point. How do you get five separate Sydney schools competition into one? Um, absolutely, uh, absolutely, that needs yeah. to happen. I think the only issue with that is some schools 
it's like the fucking Bledisloe. They take that shit so seriously. And if you did that too broadly, schools would be losing 100 nil. Mm. So maybe a conference system for the I'd, schools. I'd love it, like that two-tiered system or yeah. whatever, however many-tiered system. Just because, for example, some of the boys that we've got and some of that you've got, it's you. They're only going to get better, and they're only going to love the game by actually playing it more. And and there's no point, for example, our school playing yours because we're going to absolutely get wiped. Yeah. I think that conversation though, is about the, the private. That's the, the that's the private codes, schools man. chat though. Mm-hmm. GPS, CAS, CHS. Why are there all these different comps? Why aren't these schools playing each other? Uh, yeah, um, the problem for that is, I think a bunch of old fuddy duddies stuck on their high horse in their little management positions in the different competitions. Mm. No one willing to have the guts to just smash the wall down and. And let's open this whole thing up. Um, and they have something to offer. The fact that education is perceived as better in a private system. They just, if you're a good player in a public system, hey, mate, just want to walk through this. Don't blame the kid. Don't blame the private school. And it's the way it's working at the moment. Um, but we're losing that talent through the public school system, which inspires other kids to play. Mm. And the kids want to play. Oh, that's, that's the that's But the you need heroes too, man. You need heroes. Who are your hero, you know? Who's yeah, but hero? you guys like to tough. Sell their story. Skelton, those sorts of boys. Sell, sell the story. Mm. Rob Horn, he grew up in this area. He went to a public school. I can't get him to the games. He's going to tune into that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the bigger issue, actually. Yeah, As you said, the product's no good. Yeah. Um, let's wrap it up, if you... Anymore? No, right, let's get to the big talk of the town, which is this week it's come out that... And, and it was actually the model we'd suggested the week before. Two South African teams to piss off, one Australian team to piss off. Three conferences of five teams. I like it. Yep. My problem is I don't want to see any team go. And I like watching all the teams and whoever you... It's a horrible decision, a horrible discussion. No no one wants to see anyone go. But for the improvement of the competition, you don't have the break now because there's less games. It's just a better comp rather than the four conferences. And by natural selection, the teams get stronger because the team goes. So it's a a no-brainer. And by by natural selection at the moment, being the the, the rebels being bottom of the table, they're and the ones the to go. Side. And the newest side. And the newest side. And I think the argument with the rebels is they just haven't made an indent in Melbourne. But I think the only problem with that argument, I don't know. You'd have to ask someone who's more knowledgeable. There's money in Melbourne. Because mm-hmm. I remember owned. this time last year, we were talking about potentially the force relocating from from Perth to Western Sydney. So. There's obviously a lack of a market in Perth because they wouldn't have come up with that idea last year. So I think there's no market in Perth or Melbourne. So and the mining industry's decreasing. Correct. So isn't it more of a case of therefore then the, the Perth get Perth, uh, the force are the ones to. to My really thing is, I don't know, and I think there's just force get numbers though. There's too big a vested interest, and I think it's probably a money decision that's got to come into it. And oh. the force is run by the ARU now. Yeah, and, isn't every every pretty much every I think su- Melbourne art and New South Wales art, but I don't know. Um, so I think yeah, that's the conversation, isn't it? Brumbies obviously have to get lobbed in there because they're the poorest club and they get the smallest crowds and Canberra's tiny. But you just can't get rid of a foundation team that's actually won the premiership. I think it's. Well, I think you can. <laughs> yeah, I, the, 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 yeah. If when it comes down to it, it's business, no, and it's trying to. Create that the best possible product. Off, though. You turn the sport into business. But it is. In, in Australia, that's no good. They don't like that. I think that'll turn people away. I think that legacy you got to sell. Do you really think that, that the game is flourishing at the moment as it is? No. You see How's how many pe- people that are turning up? Well, that was the talk, wasn't it? The Brumbies and Rebels merge us at the 
Melbourne Brumbies. Yeah, uh, no, no. I, I wouldn't mind. I don't know. How about a, a Western Sydney Brumbies? So they play half the games in Canberra, half the games in Western Sydney. No, no. Look, I mean, tough decisions. Right. Someone's got to go though, yeah. and I, I'm okay with. See, Kings. No, they're going, Kings. and another South African team. And the, the cheetahs, I know that's that's what yeah. it's been alluded to. Yeah. They've got their own conversation though, because the Kings represent Africans. Yeah. from Port Elizabeth completely and they'll lose that footprint which is a real shame for those African kids um, but at the end of the day they're seeing it as a business thing and they're um, uh, and in terms of financially yeah, you go. go yeah I tell you what though I just played the hypothetical if the the you, the rebels and the Brumbies mash those 60 players they you have you, you get 15 running on that would almost be as good as a New Zealand team almost but that, yeah, it'd be. A but lot but that's proof that we need to lose a team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's without strengthening any of the other sides. You just merge those two hypothetically. I don't want it to happen. Um, so I have no answer into who goes. And you could talk about this all profit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we don't have the players yeah. for five teams, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, mm. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Any other talk of the town? Well, Six Nations quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah, just just quickly. Congratulations to to Ireland. That hurt, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, do you know what? Best team on the on the day one. They came out, played fantastically well. Um, they didn't allow England to play. Um, England made, did make slow starts as they have done in previous games. But let's not take away anything from Ireland. They um, uh, they they did really really well. Wet weather, wasn't it? Yeah, very much so. And and, and do you know what? It's uh, it's it's a sign that it's a great competition. That even in the last game, uh, yes, still going for a grand slam, but, but wonderful to see two get two teams really going at it. Is it? I think it. It's good news for the Lions in the sense that I don't think England can beat New Zealand in New Zealand. Oh, no, no. But an England side that's almost on par with an Ireland side and a Wales side that's not that bad, that's an interesting prospect. So yeah. I think if, if England steamrolled, it almost weakens the Lions. I, kinda, I think for me it builds the Lions myth. It probably takes a little out of that England-Kiwi-November game. Yeah, but the Lions is, is the one allude, An article alluding to the fact that that's a possibility. Yeah, and they've just got to ask for, because it's out of the international window, I think the, the Kiwi side, were, well, the Kiwis were supposed to play the Bar Bars that weekend. Uh, yeah, so they're trying to, to rearrange it. Because it was interesting, because obviously um, even in New Zealand's um, long long run as well they didn't play England in that in that uh, time either so they, need, they haven't played each other for a very long very long time actually so uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens I'll also be surprised if Eddie Jones agrees to that game because that will be the first game of that autumn period after New Zealand have just come off the um, the, the rugby championship will be in great form England won't have played since uh, uh, for since now so I doubt he'll agree to it like that Pommy's cowering already yeah what, about, what happened in that uh, Wales-France game you're banging on about so yeah, there was twenty minutes of added on time. So and and Wales won with the uh, uh, sorry France won with the with the last with the last pretty much uh, kick of the game. Um, Alan Wynn blowing up. Yeah, it, it was the question that was asked. Or did uh, did France cheat? And he said, I, I don't. He basically said, I don't want to say the word cheat, but yes. Ah, oh, Virat Kohli. Oh no, Virat Kohli said you cheated, <laughs> <laughs> and there is credence to say you did. But um, it's look, it's. A great again, twenty eighteen. Not the best game, but there was a lot of drama at the end of it. So, yeah, so um, but that's what you were cheering for. 
Is that all the talk? Yeah, it's, been, it's been a long one this week. So just, just one thing, can I just say, it was really good to see it in the Brumbies um, Ties game. It was really great. It was really nice touch that they were playing for the Dan Vickerman Cup. It was, oh, wasn't yeah. it? I yeah. love that. Really good, really good gesture. And did you see that they made it a, they're going to make it a plate? Yeah. And then they asked his mates. What's the point? They're going to cut the Brumbies anyway. No, no, no. They were going to make a plate for the trophy. And then uh, they said, mate, if it's for Dan Vickerman, it better be able to hold beer. So they turned it into a cup. Nice. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so thanks for listening if you've, you've stayed on this long. I think we got a bit ranty in the middle there, but it's just the passion. Absolutely. It's the passion bleeding out. When my alarm goes off at 4am, I get up and I watch Quaid get sent off. There's passion. Passion in shoes. <laughs> passion in shoes. So passion thanks for listening. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for your support. Yeah, thank Who you. Who wrote?